You forgot. Houston, we have a problem. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Good News America 365 and to another episode of our new show, One on One. I am your host, Jocelyn, and today I am super excited because we are doing something a little bit different for this episode. Usually, we have guests here to kind of give us feedback or insight or advice based on, you know, their personal experiences and things like that. But very rarely do we have anyone actually come and talk to us about their particular experience. We can hear little tidbits, you know, here and there from other people, but never have we had anyone sit down and actually open up and share with us about their own story. So today I have a very special guest with me that is willing to do that. And I'm super excited again because it's another female voice. I know you guys are like, I'm so tired of hearing from men. So we finally have another female voice here and I'm so excited to welcome her. Thank you. We are about to get into some convo guys so if you haven't already turn me up this is real talk with real people this good conversation starts now happy you are here um like i was just saying in the introduction that we very rarely have women on the show i've had like a couple that doesn't count because it was a, a woman with a man um and i've had only one other woman before <laughs> so i will tell you and i was talking to someone about this on the last episode that this has kind of been like a rocky couple of weeks or i should say a couple of months for me as well um i usually don't date very often anymore uh -huh. Yes, but for the last couple of weeks, I decided to kind of step back out there and um, get my feet wet. And my experiences have been kind of reminiscent on why I don't date anymore. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, so I've been in the need of some real girl talk lately. Um, and just to, you know, know that I'm not alone out here because I know, I, you know, you look on Instagram and you see all these people that are in these, you know, marriages, these great relationships. And then, you know, sometimes you're like, what the heck is wrong with me? Like, you know, what's going on? Nothing. Nothing <laughs> you be feeling alone sometimes. So um, every now and then it's nice to, you know, have someone kind of come in and just talk with you and, you know, not feel like you're, you know, in this dating fight by yourself. So I think a lot of listeners will be happy to hear from you and, you know, to kind of hear your story and know that some of the things that they're going through is something that they can relate to. So mm -hmm. um, I'm excited to kind of get into the details with you. I'm going to actually ask you to tell us a little bit about your situationship. Well, I will start by saying I met, because he's still currently my husband, uh, when I was 14, believe it or not. Wow. Um, I started dating him when I was a freshman. You know, we weren't supposed to have boyfriends back then. Oh, no, that was off limits. Uh, <laughs> yeah, boyfriends <laughs> off limits when you're a freshman. But I, I was sneaking in. I was dating him. And, you know, we had the, the, the high school puppy love. Mm -hmm. It was real. It was so real. He was a senior. I was a freshman. Yeah, you had it made. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we went to two different high schools. So when he was graduating from high school, I was going into my sophomore year. Mm -hmm. And, um... We, we were making it work. He went out to school, but he, he came back home. And we was just together, like, every day. 
when I graduated from high school, uh, I went off to school and we broke up. <laughs> mm. So what what happened this time for you guys to break up? Like you lasted through him being away, and then it was your turn. What happened? Too much distance for him. Mm. It was it, it was too much space for him. And he started entertaining another female. Then she got pregnant, and I was like, nope, okay, uh-uh, mm-hmm. not gonna do it. Um, I couldn't focus on school because I was away at SIU in Carbondale. Mm-hmm. And so school down there and then trying to keep up with him up here in Chicago. Yes, it a just lot. Yeah. So we broke up my, uh, in the end of my freshman year of college, we broke up. Fast forward, you know, graduated. I started dating someone else. I had a baby with them. So I, ha- I have a little boy. Mm-hmm. And um, he was in the military and I couldn't deal with his uh, military lifestyle. Uh. I um, but... We decided, you know, it was best for us to just co-parent. We'll be good friends. You know, we were friends before, you know, and that's that's kind of where me and my son's father is at right now. We're really good parents, really good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but in 2011, um, I started back dating. That's the one that I broke up with. So that's our high school sweetheart. Yeah, that's my high school sweetheart. Started back dating. And... Um, now, how did you guys run into each other again? It had been years. He never stopped coming around my family, even though I wasn't around my family because I was away at school. He had never stopped coming around my family. What? So was he? Was that his way of trying to stay connected to you, or was he just really that close to him? He was just really that close to mm. him. He really was. Like, my aunts was calling him nephew. How did you feel about that, though? Like, you know, you guys had broken up. You were, you know, away at school, and then you're getting calls from your family, you know, reminding you of this guy that you had this huge, you know, relationship and love life with. How did that feel? At first, it was irritating. I'm not going to lie. It was irritating because, I, like I said, I hadn't moved on and started dating someone else. And it was like, okay, why is he steady coming mm-hmm. around? And then my grandma, uh, she continued to rest in peace. Uh, she will always tell me, she said, you don't show a man any attention, they treat you like a queen. Girl. But you give them too much attention, they walk all over you. Hold on, let me write that down, please. <laughs> no, that is that is law. It is always like that. Mm-hmm. And she would say, it was just the fact that I wasn't showing him no more attention. I wasn't feeding him to his stuff no more. He didn't want to let go. Mm-hmm. He felt like he lost me so when we started back dating it was kind of random more so it was I was celebrating buying my first car and me and him we were still good friends in a sense you know little stuff I share with him Mm -hmm. or he'll share with me along the lines but so when I bought my first car out of college I called I was like I just bought my first car it was kind of (laughs) one of those exciting things yeah and And he'd been around for so long so it's like I want to share those you know good moments Mm -hmm. and things with you I went and showed him I had bought a Chrysler Sebring you couldn't tell me (laughs) you couldn't tell me anything Chrysler's had a very sexy curve to these cars. Like, uh huh. You couldn't tell me nothing, so I went and showed him the car. And then he was like, um, "You want to go out?" And he he wooed me in, and I I went. Uh-uh. <laughs> Look, I got that Chrysler Sebring. I couldn't control. <laughs> so I went. We pretty much we caught back up to where we were, like where we left off at. Mm-hmm. I should say. Uh, it was like nothing hadn't changed. He still gave me that 
tingle, that laugh. Mm. It was like, this is what I've been missing, him. Yeah. So we continued to date and speed up two years later, I got pregnant. And it became rocky once I found out I was pregnant because he wasn't ready for another child and neither was I. Uh oh. Okay. And um, so we split up, literally. <laughs> like you broke up? Uh huh. We broke up. Because of the pregnancy? Yep. Broke up because neither one of us can handle. I couldn't handle the decision, and, I, and I'm being honest. I, mm-hmm. I didn't know if I wanted to keep it or not because it, yeah, I wasn't in a, I wasn't in a, a healthy space yeah. financially to care for another child, and neither was he. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, it was all about decisions, and for him, it was just like I don't care what you do. I don't want the baby. Like wow. it was that, and it made me shut down completely. Mm-hmm. So when I shut down, I cut him off. It was like we knew what we were doing, but I guess we thought we were invincible too, you know. So he wasn't really taking your feelings as much into consideration. It was just more like, look, I don't care about how you feel or what you want to do. I don't want this. Yep. And if I can just add to to, to just to follow my story, mm-hmm. that should have been the first flag for me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was called selfish, like right on the forehead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like I should have, I should have listened to that then, but no. So I decided to keep my daughter. I, well, she's three now. Oh I yay! Keep- <laughs> yeah. So once I decided to keep it, I didn't let him know mm-hmm. that I decided to keep it. I just cut off all communication, mm-hmm. and he started trying to find me. Now, it wasn't hard to really find me. I mean, he knew where I lived. He knew, you know, how to get a hold of me. He's got your aunt's step. number. Your, your... He, he got, he got everybody. <laughs> yeah. he, he knew how to get to me. I don't think he was ready to hear what I was going to tell him. Mm-hmm. Best friend, she posted a picture of me. I had a little baby bump. Mm-hmm. You know, I had on this orange dress. I'll never forget it. She posted the picture. Sure enough, soon as she posted that picture... He was calling me from a fan's phone. I've had the same number since my freshman year of college. Mm -hmm. So my number hasn't changed at all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He reached out to me and it was, I miss you. You look beautiful. And and I feel right back in. Wait, wait, wait. He didn't say anything about the baby bump at all? Well, it it was, uh, that's whether you're beautiful it was coming from. And I, I can't be one of those deadbeat fathers and I'm not going to allow you to go through this by yourself. <gasps> I'm emotional so, right now. I'm going to cry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, don't cry. So he was like, I'm sorry. I, you know, it's you. It's not anybody else. It's, it's you. Like, I should have never done this to you. The next day, he was kind of like, you know, I'm ready to go ahead and, and settle down now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what that means? So I thought he was proposing. He was proposing. He was just saying. <laughs> what settle down mean, baby? Can you be a little bit more oh, specific? You what, you, what you what you mean? <laughs> right. And so he was like, I'm ready to settle down. And I was like, uh, are you proposing to me? He was like, no. He was like, I'm just saying I'm ready to be in a committed relationship with you again. Mm-hmm. A month later, we moved into our own apartment together. I was still pregnant. We moved in. He was in love with my son. That That's one thing I, I want to tell you. My son has known him since he was one. Mm. 
So that that's literally the only other man besides his father that my son knows. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. So he had a good relationship with your son. Like yeah. everything just seems like it's just in the right place. So we moved in together. Um I wasn't working and he was he was doing what he needed to do as the man of the house. He was bringing income in and he was putting stuff together. He was leading us. Mm-hmm. So for us it was it was going somewhere. I was watching him become a man. And for me, it was like, this is amazing. Look at what we're doing. You know, we started off really small, really little small, one, two bedroom. We had his daughter just about every other weekend, if not every day. Mm -hmm. And all Um, together, you guys um, got along well, like a big unit? uh Mm -hmm. I mean, I can give you like a time capsule of pictures where you would just follow and then be like, what the heck happened? Mm-hmm. So I had my daughter in January. I think it scared him. So I started noticing he was scaling back. And when I started scaling back, he was less attentive. And I think it scared him. Like he was like, um, we're going to be put in a financial bind now. And the awkward thing about it is he started working harder. Oh. And I mean, for me, I, I started feeling bad i was like i need to get my tail up and start working like Mm. so i my my job search went into like full effect uh i got my job in june 2014 he proposed to me november (gasps) he proposed and he had been leading little hints up but i wasn't following them because he was just so adamant about not getting married you know, till he was like 90 years old. <laughs> well, what happened? I think he started looking at being a family man. And he was like, I like this. Mm. I, I, I like this. My daughter would get excited when he would come in the house. Mm. My son was excited when he was coming home. And then when his daughter would come over, it would just be excitement in the house. It's like mm-hmm. daddy's home. Mm-hmm. I think he loved that element because he never had that when he was young. He always moved around. He jumped from home to home to home. So I think he was always searching for a love of his mother. And I think he kind of got that with me. Oh, okay. And so um, he proposed uh, November 2014. Like I said, I wasn't paying attention to a lot of stuff. But uh, when he did it, I was completely like, I was stuffing my mouth with a potato like at his friend's <laughs> birthday <laughs> Did you miss the glamorous uh, photo shot that you were supposed to uh, get? <laughs> no, I, I got it was a recording, but uh, I, I end up getting my glamour shot like after I cleaned okay. my face up. All right, he, good. Uh, I was like, okay. Um, so he, he didn't. He proposed. It was around a lot of friends, and the next day I, I woke up still in shock. Like, did he really propose to me? Mm-hmm. So we we didn't talk about wedding or anything. I was just riding the The high of this is my, oh my God, since 14 years old, been together, Uh broke up, had the accident, like, oh, had this baby Uh holding the house down. Oh my goodness. And then it's like, yes, I would be riding that wave too. We we actually ended up setting a date in January. So the new year came around. It's 2015 Mm -hmm. now. And I was giving him a hard time. And he was like, uh, we can go with May 1st, 2016. He was trying to do 2019. I was oh like, my God, that's not even here yet. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> I 
I'm like, what? Like, you, you didn't push us all the way out to like 2020. Like, right. We got right lined up. <laughs> So from that point on, I started the planning, I should say. He mm-hmm. was just like, what you need? Being a man. You mm-hmm. What you need? How much you need? Um, but on top of that, you know, his career as far as a barber, he was excelling. He started pushing me more to, to for my drive as to become a police officer mm-hmm. because that was my original goal. You know, once I graduated college, I wanted to become an officer. I just love that you guys are encouraging each other to just do better and be better people. And um, so I went and took my test. I failed my test. Failed my running test or the physical part, I should Uh say. The running is the last part. And I failed by 22 seconds. So it was kind of... 22 seconds? Don't worry, Tasha. I would have failed too. Yeah. (laughs) About 22 minutes. (laughs) After that, I kind of lost my drive. To be after I failed my test, I got into a funk, and I kind of rode that funk for a long time. And with him, he was just like, "You losing your ambition, and you losing your drive, and do this and do that and do this." And it was just kind of like, "Where is all this coming from?" Mm-hmm. But okay, I'm gonna keep doing. I'm gonna keep striving. So I, I, I started back doing it again. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take my police test, but I didn't tell him that I had signed back up. I was doing it this time to to surprise myself and to then to surprise him. In the midst of me riding my wave and everything is going good, he started messing with someone. I found some pictures in his phone. Oh, no. Come on. I lost. Yep. I lost it. I'm like, I'm done. I'm gone. Everything is off. You've had your rain back. And that's like no. what women do the first thing. Like we we throw that damn ring. Should have kept that ring. <laughs> do we? Is it too late to get it back? <laughs> just playing. Like, uh, but no. So he was it multiple women or was it just this? Like it was a consistent woman. This was somebody that he was working with, mm. and I I kind of made a big deal about it then. So once that situation was over and it was like nothing happened, but he couldn't tell me that. That's when the the insecure part and the trust issue started arising. Was it just a picture from her, or was he in these no, photos? Or she was open. Like oh. the thing she sent pictures. And when I say I probably could have saw her wound. <gasps> oh my gosh! So they were like revealing pictures. Yeah. They weren't just like, oh, it's a cute picture of my face and a cute no, pose. No, no, she was showing herself. So for me, mm. that told the two things. He hadn't synced her physically yet like that that's why the pictures were coming so because mm-hmm. she was giving him the something visuals. to look forward to yeah yeah i think i caught it before it got to that point i mean i, I want to say i did and he told me that hey they had never slept together but for me it was just kind of like whatever she's sending you stuff like this and you don't know her like that it, i don't even yeah. know what to unless say. she's super super fast no yeah so i kind of like shut down with him so not only had i shut down about my drive i i shut him out too Mm -hmm. so now i'm just like trying to find my way and then i know you were devastated yeah i was i was really devastated because it was like we here it is we doing good like you can't even see that coming like it's almost like this brady bunch kind of situation Mm -hmm. we we got back to a good space so we started talking more and 
trying to figure out why he was turning the other cheek or what was making him turn the other cheek to another woman. And it was you not doing this and you losing your drive. Now, mind you, I was working a full-time job, Mm -hmm. raising three kids, cooking, Mm -hmm. cleaning. Rarely did he have leftovers. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Which is better than most, honey, (laughs) because... And my my living room was his barbershop. Oh, wow. So I I really opened it up for him to live, and I scaled back. And that was another thing for me. I started losing myself there. I wasn't focused on anything that made me happy. I wasn't focused. I I, I was so focused on him. Mm -hmm. And this household. Yeah. And trying to appease him and trying to make sure I don't lose him again to what he was doing. Mm Mm-hmm. And we, I start started my ball rolling again with the wedding, and um, we called it all fifty million times. <laughs> really, was it all because of the same thing? No, 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 no. Uh, it'll be finances one day. I get irritated. He'll mm-hmm. get irritated. It's like I'm not marrying you. I'm not marrying you. We can't do this. And the next day we'll be. Oh, I love you. I love you. <laughs> the wedding's back on, and you know. So we went through that ball, but then in January of 2016, like things became real. It was we started our counseling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we started our counseling literally to the Monday before we got married. Oh wow! So that was super late. Um, what were you finding out in counseling? We talked about the honesty. We talked about his infidelity. You didn't hit him one time, Tasha. Not one time in that counseling session. <laughs> uh, it, it was up and down. But by the last session, and I remember it like it was yesterday, he said, you guys, right now, one thing to let me know that this helped, one thing to let me know that you're ready to take this step on Sunday or tell me we're not doing it. During my whole counseling session, I never heard Gary say anything pertaining to he wasn't ready, he wasn't sure about it like that, or it was always like he was just scared of failing. Mm-hmm. That was his biggest thing. He was scared scared of failing with the marriage. And he didn't want to be la- labeled as a failure with the marriage. That was his biggest thing. So for us to proceed with it, it was like, okay, go ahead. Let's do it. We got this. Mm-hmm. Um, so May 1st, we got married at 11.45 a.m. How did you feel like after everything and even with the counseling, were you still, you know, feeling these promising emotions or were you feeling kind of hesitant at this point? I wasn't. Doing the counseling, what I seen was growth. So, I mean, it was some things that came out that it was like I could neither leave it or take it, but it was up to me to decide. And I decided to go through with it because this is my heart. This is my love. This is my first love. I think I was being stupid. At that moment. But our first couple of months after we got married, they were blissful. They were fun. Like, we were having fun. It was just like, okay, we're really doing this. It's okay. Mm-hmm. And then, in, um, I had to say it was late August. I found out some information that was given to me, per se, by someone. Gee, well, they didn't wait too long at all. To no, they information. Didn't. It was just three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I found out was 
some pertaining to one of his female friends that had been in a, a circle with us, you know. Oh, goodness. And I was kind of hurt by it at first, but it was old. So I left it alone, but it was his response to it that made me feel a certain way. Like, why are you responding like this? I'm just saying, like, I could have been told this. Yeah. Um, I think then he just in his head, he was like, you bringing up old stuff. So I was like, why is it so hard? Like, I'm saying I'm not tripping on it, but you are. So then it made me think that they still were mm, mm-hmm. because of his response. Mm-hmm. And um, because if anything, you would anticipate his response will be a little bit more like, you know, babe, you know, I'm it, it is in the past. And I don't want you to worry about her because it's in the past. But you're right. I should have, you know, owned up to this. I should have let you let you know this beforehand. Everybody wants to do dirt, but nobody wants to answer to it at all. And then they make you they try to make you feel like you 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 crazy for having a problem with it. Like, what do you mean? Why am I bringing up old stuff? It's old to you. It's new to me. I guess for him, he was kind of like he felt like he failed then. And that was his biggest thing. He didn't want to fail. But for me, it was kind of like you're looking for reasons to to make it bad. Like you're looking for reasons to throw the word divorce out there. Like mm-hmm. you didn't made up in your mind already that it's a failed marriage. I had I bought him like this Galaxy watch. I had bought that back for like Valentine's Day. It will link up to the car if the Bluetooth was on. So say for instance, if I'm outside of his oh. his job, I'm so scared. It will link up. Yes, it will automatically link up. And a text message came through, so well, I read the text message. I just said I read the I came through, so I read it. I read it. Well, at this like, point, he's uh, giving you reason to suspect stuff. So, I mean, that's I it. Just, I mean, it just it came through. It linked up in the car, so I was able to view it in my car. Mm-hmm. I was able to view the text message. And the text message was like, are you ignoring me? And I'm like, mm-hmm. who is this? I'm like, okay, I'll notate the number down. I'll ask him about it later. Mm-hmm. I never asked him about it because we were just, you know, we was finding our good space Mm -hmm. again. And then October 27th is when everything changed. I'll take you to that week in October, October 25th, 26th. It was literally like I pulled up. I was picking him up from work. It was like I was looking at him through the glass. He was talking to one of his clients. So I put my good friend up to doing some dirt for me. All right, that's what we here for. And I had him to put on his uh his voice and make the call just to get some information. Okay. And three seconds of being on the phone, we had a full name. And when I heard the name, I was trying to I went down memory lane. And sure enough, going down memory lane, that name rung a bell. Then I got on Facebook, bam, found her, and I was like wow oh no it was some it was it somebody that you had seen before in the past yeah it was somebody that i had seen before in the past mm. and i waited i didn't address him then what were you feeling at the time were you more was it what were emotions I was sick i threw up mm. i threw up probably twice he thought i was pregnant but it, i threw up twice because he was coming to the car he was like, you okay? You okay? But I, I was trying to gather my thoughts. I was trying to figure out how can I accuse him, And I, but I, I don't have enough. All I have is a text message that say you're ignoring me. Mm-hmm. I got a name now. Mm-hmm. I got a face and one text message. I need to gather myself and get it together. Mm-hmm. 
So the next two days, that was on the 25th of October. The next two days, I was playing detective like I was crazy. <laughs> but within them two days, I found out all that I needed to know. Because before this, you did have the name and you mm-hmm. had that. You had obvious reason to be suspicious, but really you hadn't seen anything saying that he had done uh-huh. anything. Okay. With all I found out, it was enough for me to have committed murder. <gasps> Well, guys, that concludes part one of this week's episode, Why Did I Get Married? Be sure you tune in next week to catch part two. For those of you who are interested in making an appearance on Good News America, please visit our website at gna365.com. Again, that is gna365, the numbers, not the letters, dot com. Thank you all for listening. And until next time, stay positive. Right now,